Well, hello then, everyone, and um, welcome back to. Well, we're now called On the Outlap, aren't oh, we? Oh yeah, we We've had, had a, a name change, slight rebranding, but mm-hmm. we're we're still going. Same idea. Um, how you doing today, Holly? I'm doing all right. Bit tired, <laughs> but I'm powering through for the pod. Yes, right. Lots to talk about. I think so much. It, it's going about. into two episodes. We've got that yeah, much. There's we're been a lot. In one batch. Yeah, there's a lot of F2 news, really, isn't there? So um, much going on. So much on the line right now, going into Abu Dhabi. Let's start with looking back at Vegas, though, because <sighs> it was interesting, wasn't it? It um, was a race. FP1. Should we talk about that first? Yes. Carlos Sainz drain covers. Oh, yes. What, what do we make of that and the penalty then? I don't know. What was his penalty again? I forgot. It was. Um, he got ten places because he had to replace half of his car, basically. <laughs> I get it, but I just feel like it's a bit unfair on him because it's not his driving; it's something to do with the team. And I get you're like penalising the team as well, but I don't know if I. It wasn't really even the team's fault, was it? No, it was the track. I just. And it seemed quite a harsh penalty at the time, didn't it? It was, yeah, it was quite a harsh penalty at the time. But then looking back on it, I don't, I don't know what other penalty they could have put in place at that moment. Like a fine yeah. doesn't really do much to anybody anymore because they're just loaded. Yeah, and um, I, it's an odd one because they've obviously gone over their allowance now on the batteries and stuff, yeah. which is I think what he got the penalty for. Um, but then it wasn't really his fault. It's not Carlos's or the team's fault that. They've had to replace that because that would have lasted them through Abu Dhabi and stuff. Yeah. And then because of the track, yeah, they've had to replace it, lost 10 places um, and kind of didn't leave them much chance during the race. No, I thought Because he could have been up there with Charles, I reckon, during the race. I think if they'd had both Ferraris up there, they could have been in for a really good chance. Yeah. They could have won it. Like they could have done if Carlos yeah, they, was there, they could have fended yeah. off both Red Bulls. But because, but because Carlos, um, Charles was on his own fending for himself, it was harder for him because obviously then he's got both Red Bulls. So it's a bit annoying in that sense because I really wish he was up yeah. there. Um, but I don't know. I'm even more annoyed at FP2. Yeah. So for <laughs> FP2, there was that long of a delay as they were covering up all the drain hole um, covers, filling them all in mm. to stop another accident like Carlos had. And he got that late an hour before FP2. They've kicked all the fans out. I would be so annoyed. See, the most common sense I've ever heard Verstappen saying he'd be furious if he was one of those fans. I You've would be paid too. How much? And then their refund was a two hundred pound, two hundred dollar voucher for the Las Vegas store. But if <laughs> if you've bought, um, I guess technically for them it was a Thursday ticket just to watch practice. You've seen nine minutes of running. And then if you haven't got tickets for the other day, you can't get in to use that voucher. No. So, so it's pointless. Yeah. It was a really weird one and was not a great look for Formula One, was it? Oh, no, it it's not. And I feel like that's... The whole Vegas thing was never really a good look for them in the first place. And I feel like that's just made it even worse. Like, that is the last thing you want to be doing at Vegas is, like, kicking out all the fans. Because that's not... It's not like you're in a European race. Like some of the European races can be really cheap. Those fans have probably paid extortionate prices yeah, just for definitely. a Thursday slash Friday ticket. Yeah. And if I got kicked out, I'd be fuming. Yeah. But then the race on Sunday did kind of make up for it in a way. Better than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Much better than I thought it was going to be. 
I didn't actually watch it live. I did watch the highlights and I feel a bit bad about that. Because I Not woke a true up. Fan. So, no, guys, I'm really <laughs> sorry, okay? I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was up really late on Saturday and then I just I think I set an alarm for six. And I think I was so tired, I just didn't remember what I was actually waking up for and then just was kind of like, what? So and then my, went back to bed. My tip for doing this, because... Um, You're it was a pro, rough, you've done it. Yeah, it was roughly the same time as Suzuka. Yeah. So I used my same alarm, which I have set to the Formula One theme. Oh, So that's it wakes clever. me up and I know it's Formula One that I'm waking up for. Well done. So. I'm going to have to steal that now. <laughs> I just, I think I was really confused. I just woke up and was like, huh? Yeah. But, um... I watched it back. The race itself was actually quite good. Like, it, was... it didn't. It wasn't set up to be a good track. Like when I looked at it, I was like, "This just doesn't look no, exciting." When they, when they released the track map, you just thought, "What? That, that doesn't look like it's going to provide good racing." Two massively long straights. Yeah. It didn't look like it provided a good race. However, proved us wrong. Possibly won the races of the season. I quite enjoy. We've had some really boring races we this have. season, so. That probably is better than anything. Yeah, we had a slight fight for the lead. Mm -hmm. Plenty of chaos. We got the turn one drama. Can I get your views on that first? Did you (gasps) see Verstappen down the inside of Leclerc, pushed him off track Mm -hmm. and went. Got got a five-second time penalty for that. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that. But they waited until after the safety car, when they could have just swapped the drivers around, and they just waited, let Max get five seconds ahead, then give him a penalty, and it's not going to affect the race. Mm, I feel like if you're going to give someone a penalty... I've never been a fan of this and I've never understood why like the FIA haven't changed it. If you're going to give someone a penalty, I think it needs to be like served within like the next 5 laps of the race. Yeah. Um like not even that. I feel like if you've got a penalty, you need to go in and like serve it or swap round the cars like ASAP. Yeah. Otherwise it's just pointless the whole thing. It's like sometimes people wait till the end of the race. If they've been given a 10 second time penalty, they'll be like, oh, we'll wait till the end of the race. But sometimes I feel like it needs to kind of just be like served there and then. Yeah. And then um, Leclerc P2, Checo mm-hmm. P3, um, mm-hmm. that secured Red Bull's first ever 1-2 in the, the driver standings. Oh, so the first ever one? Yeah. Really? During the Vettel days, um, Weber never got P2 in the standings. Wow. Red Bull's first ever one two and then standing. Well done, Red Bull. <laughs> um, yeah, so beat Hamilton to that. Um, deserved, do you think, Peter, in the standings for Checo? <sighs> mm, I, it's hard because I feel like it is because he's in a fast car, but I don't think he's been driving great this no. year. Like, I don't think it's been amazing. But I then I kind of look back at it and I'm like, well, neither has like Lewis really or George. Like, I feel like Charles should have like second in the standings I feel like he's mm. been fighting quite hard but I feel like no one's really had that good of a season apart from Max it's kind of like frustrating yeah yeah he's just been league of his own hasn't he like, too good yeah so should we move on to Abu Dhabi then I'm excited <laughs> we've got we've, we're watching FP FP1 as we speak yeah so we're currently recording this at half nine in the morning mm-hmm. so F, FP1 is currently on ten rookies in the car should we go through each of them individually first? Yes. The one I want to start with is Jake Dennis in the Red Bull. Oh, yeah, you were talking about him earlier. Yeah. And I'm not, like, too... I've heard of him and I've seen him race, but I don't really know much about his career. I don't know masses of his career, but watching Formula E this year, obviously the all-electric um, championship. So Jake Dennis won the title this year with Andretti. Um, brilliant season, consistent throughout. Um, can't fault him, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's Red Bull's uh, sim and development driver. Um, 
then is putting the car for FP1, which to me shows me the state of the Red Bull Academy at the moment. Mm-hmm. The fact that they've got all these reserve drivers, you've got Hajar, you've got uh, Fittipaldi, yep. you've still got Zane Maloney. Oh. Um, who else I'm surprised they got? didn't put him in the car. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's his first season in Formula 2 as well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. And Enzo, only Enzo's second full season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand why they've gone with Jake Dennis, but it really does show you the state of their academy at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. You've had all the good ones come through, like Pierre Gasly, Alex Albon, Verstappen, mm-hmm. and now they're having to turn to someone who has been racing in Formula E, which is it's good championship, yeah. nowhere near the level of Formula One. No, um, I don't think even I don't think it's even really near the level of like Formula Two. Sometimes, like it's kind of a completely different thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hate on Nick DeVries, but it kind of shows when he can win a title in Formula E. Yeah. But then comes into Formula One and his first full time drive. We know that Alpha Tauri was not a great car at the start of the year. No. But even Yuki could still put it up there. I think first three races he finished P eleven, whereas De Vries was nowhere near him. It kind of shows you the difference, doesn't it? We'll yeah. see how Dennis uh, gets on. We're ten minutes into the session and he's only just starting his first lap now. Oh. Um No, it'll be interesting. I think he's a good driver. I could see him. I couldn't see him getting into Formula One. No. Um, just with where the grid is at at the moment, but mm-hmm. you know he's a good one, and um, he could win another title this year in Formula E. Yeah, I think it'll be a good season. For. I think that'll be another episode where we talk about Formula E and. You'll have to educate me a little bit more. Yeah, I will. I'm Pre- not as preseason starts in January, so. Oh, okay. Um, their season runs end of January to like July. Oh yeah, we've got something to watch like from yeah. January to March. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, yes. yes. Okay, and then Red Bull unusually have taken both <clears throat> Max and Checo out of the cars for FP1. Whoa. And we've got Jake Dennis and then Isaac Hajar as I well. I like Isaac Hajar. Yeah. He's so like, I don't know what it is about him, but I just feel like he's a really underappreciated driver in Formula 2. Like, he's not exactly an underdog, I wouldn't say, but he's pretty talented. And I, I think he's, like a good driver yeah he's not had the best of season he's 14th in the standings at the moment he had a much better formula 3 season yeah he did but i think i might be wrong it's first full season in formula 2 yes yeah um so to still be 14th on uh 47 points in front of drivers like uh arthur leclerc not far behind jack crawford who's another mm-hmm. red bull driver yes um it's a good starting season, isn't it? That's where it's not bad. That's where you'd expect someone just coming into Formula 2 to kind of be, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I don't think coming into the season, anybody had like really high expectations for him, Like especially with all of... I feel like anyone who comes from Formula 3 into Formula 2, no one really has high expectations for you unless you've been in Formula 3 for like a while. Yeah. Um, then people are going to have high expectations of you. Like, for example, with when Logan Sargent came into Formula 2, I feel like there were high expectations for him as a driver because he'd already had three seasons in um, Formula 3, mm. one of which he did almost win. So I feel like there were high expectations. Whereas with him, he didn't. He had like a good season in Formula 3, wasn't like standout amazing. So there weren't like as much expectations for him coming into Formula 2. But I think he's done all right so far. I feel like he's secured a place for their next year. So, I'm happy. Well done, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mercedes, we've got Frederick Vesti again. He obviously yeah. drove FP1 in Mexico. I think he was mm-hmm. bottom of the pile. 
Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the fastest out of all of them. Yeah. Um, He's got the talent now. He's Mm -hmm. um, in contention for the title, isn't he? In contention in inverted commas because I feel like we do know that Paul Cher is probably going to win it. That's going to be the second episode of this Sorry, I won't dive uh, into that too much. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Um, So no, he's obviously got his mind focused on more important things, I'd say. I think trying to win the Formula 2 title for him is more important than putting on a good show in FB1. Yes. Um, if I was him, that's what I'd be focusing on. Yeah, just a um, bit of practice. I mean, Porsche's also in the Alfa Romeo. We'll get on to that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's going to be one to go into that and trying to get that title. Isn't yeah, he? that's his main focus. This is kind of like a warm-up for him, just kind of getting used to yeah. the Formula 1 car. I yeah. mean, as it is for everybody. But I feel like there's more on the line for him this weekend than there is for all of those other... Oh, sorry, apart from Porsche. Yeah. Um, than there is for everybody else. Yeah, so I think he's got his mindset on other things. <laughs> Schwartzman, I am a big fan. I wasn't a huge... I didn't really watch him as a racer. I kind of... When I got into Formula 2, he was kind of just coming out of, mm. um, like, junior racing. But I like the fact that even though he's not really part of, like... Because what's he doing now? Just reserve. Exactly. So I kind of like the fact that they've still kind of got him in the back. Like, there are lots of drivers they could have put in like the Ferrari. Like, you actually could have easily have put Behrman in the Ferrari, but they chose Schwartzman. Yeah, I, I get why they put Schwartzman in. They don't want to... Behrman's still, I guess, a bit of an unknown talent at times, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. His first season in Formula 2, this is only his second FP1 session. Um, Schwartzman they've had in the car plenty of times now. And I think Schwartzman will be the one. If, some, if Carlos or um, Charles couldn't race... Schwartzman's the one they're going to turn to, isn't it? Yeah. So they want him in the car as much as they can just to try and, I guess, get him prepared for if he had to step in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then McLaren. Pato Award. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of Pato. I don't really know much about him. Um, <laughs> so Pato is part of the Arrow McLaren team in IndyCar. IndyCar, yeah. Um, I know about that much. <sighs> I don't really know about Pato because he's been up there a couple of times. Was it 2020 or 2021? He was up there in contention for the title going into the final race. I've heard and then he's he was, good, yeah. And then he was taken out um, during the final race and then lost oh, his chance. I was fuming about that. that. It's like the rough. first season I've watched IndyCar and obviously I went straight from the McLaren team. I was a big McLaren fan. Um, so I was back in Pato to win it. Thought he might have done it. Pulled it off and... Um, Nobody thought he would do it, but I thought, you know, we'll go with an underdog. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he got taken out. Um, and then since that, he's not... He's been up there and he's had a couple of wins a season and stuff, but he's not been consistent. And he reminds me very much of young Max Verstappen in the way that he's a bit of a hothead at times. I've heard this. And, I have heard this. Um, he's got a lot of raw pace, but it's not really been like refined or anything yet. And right. he's, he has those moments where you can tell he's just a bit angry and stuff, and very much how Verstappen was during his early days in Formula One. Yeah. Um, but he's getting there now, and I think being part of the uh, McLaren driver program will help him. Yeah. He's now also just been announced as reserve as well for next year. Formula um, One? Yeah. Oh, okay, sick. Um, so on the weekends, he's not doing a race in IndyCar. He will be with the McLaren team. Nice. And I think that'll help him a lot, learning from someone like Lando and Oscar. Yep. Um, and just being in the garage with them and with Zach and stuff. It, 
that will calm him down a lot. And mm-hmm. they've brought on in their IndyCar program now. They've brought on Tony Canan as um, like a driver coach. Okay, his kind of role is he's got something else in his role as well, but he's a bit of a driver a coach as well. Yeah, so Tony Canan's a big name in IndyCar. Okay, um, possibly next week, next week's episode. Possibly. <laughs> won't give too much away. Yeah, won't give too much away, but there might be a bit more IndyCar mm-hmm. next week. So we'll talk more about that then. But they brought in Tony Canan. He's really going to help Pato, Okay. I think. He will really help calm him down. And I think Pato could easily be an IndyCar champion. Oh, yeah. I think. Like, once, once he calms himself down, and if he's like Verstappen was in his earlier days, he could easily become... Like Verstappen is now, very calm usually, mm-hmm. and has got that speed. Yeah, Max doesn't irritate me as much as he used to. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. And then we're only halfway through all those drivers. <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many. Um, Aston Martin now, Felipe Drogovic. Yep. Already ran in Monza. Um, we were talking mm-hmm. about this last week. Completely forgot that he already ran in Monza. Right. Um, yeah. Obviously, Djokovic is still, at the moment, at the time of recording, the reigning Formula 2 champion yep. from last season. He won mm-hmm. it during Monza uh, during 2022. What do we think about him? Do you think he'll make it into Formula 1? No. I know that's really harsh, but I just don't think he will. I yeah. don't. I think the issue with having a year out is, unless you're really, really good and people know it, like with Oscar Piastri, like, it's not like he took a year... It's not like he was just took a year out because he couldn't find anywhere it was well it was but he took a year out and everyone knew he was going to get signed for the next yeah. year like everyone had that in the back of their minds and he was announced like during the summer and I don't think there are gonna be maybe one but possibly no um, junior drivers making it into Formula 2 this year because everyone's got a seat apart from that Logan yeah that final Williams seat is still unconfirmed but it's pretty much Logan's now isn't it yeah they had a good qualifying in Vegas uh, they locked out the third row after Carlos's penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, the race, not so much as good for Logan, but no, I I can see him staying in that seat and they'll give him another year. Yeah, I think um, so too. Because who else are they going to bring in at this moment in time? I just don't think there's anyone. Like, I don't even think I'd put Vesti in that seat yet. Like, I no. just don't think he's ready. Like, I just, even though he's been there two years now, he's just, I just wouldn't put him in. The only person I'd put in is Paul Cher, but obviously he's got eyes for Sauber and stuff yeah. and they'll probably put him in at some point because I I think Bottas is kind of slowly walking out the door slightly with Formula 1 slowly yeah yeah like it's very slowly but it's he's like he's just releasing a new calendar instead of his book isn't yeah he? he's got other things to be focusing on he needs to be taking more arse pictures apparently <laughs> so um, I just think I think with Dragovic I don't know because he was in there three years and he didn't really have a good season until the last season. And yeah, he was kind wasn't. of never really there, was he? And no. then all of a sudden, that final season with MP, he's gone out there flying and yeah. has wrapped up the title by the sprint in Monza. Yeah, it was it was different with Oscar because obviously he was a rookie in Formula 2 and then just kind of whacked it out of the park yeah. and, was like, and just won it, whereas it took him three years. And sometimes when I feel like it takes someone mm. three years, it's like... T- unless you haven't been able to find a seat. Like, with Paul Cher, it's slightly different because he did come second last year. Yeah, I think so, Like, yeah. it easily could have just not ran this year and found, like, a reserve drive or found a Formula 1 drive had they yeah. had one available for him. This year's slightly different because it's, like, 
he's kind of had to do it again because there was nowhere else for him to go. Whereas with Djokovic, he did it again because his seasons just weren't that great. So, yeah, I Por- feel mean, but I just yeah. don't think Por- he'll Por- get a last drive. season, finished second in the championship. Yeah. Only 101 points behind Djokovic. Okay, that is quite a few points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, Djokovic. You were actually... You, well, he was quite good last year, yeah. but... He just blew it out of the park, didn't he, Djokovic? He, he was um, insane last year. He obviously took the double win in Spain as well, which was quite impressive. Yeah, not many drivers will do that. No, apart from Berman. It is that fact that he was... That was his third season. Yeah. And it took him to his third season to start winning, mm-hmm. really. But it doesn't fill you with confidence, does it? Really? No. I, I think... <sighs> The raw talents that you'll get, so like your Oscar Piastri's and stuff, who can mm-hmm. come in and start winning. Yeah, um, Behrman's been up there this year's debut season. His second, the second half for him was better. Yeah, um, when you get drivers coming like that, and Porcher won on his debut season in Monaco, youngest F two winner. Yep. At the time, I think it's been someone else won Who's this first? year. Porcher. Uh, no, I think he's still the youngest because didn't he? he win at seventeen and Behrman's eighteen? Yes, possibly. Unless I'm completely wrong. We could be completely we'll wrong with that. We'll fact check it, guys. We'll fact check it. <laughs> we'll just wing it and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Someone um, can tell us. <laughs> yeah. Leave a comment or something if um, yeah. we are wrong. I'm sure someone will correct us. Yeah. Um, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say that. I was literally about to say that. I knew you. <laughs> Peter, we know you're listening. <laughs> If you've got this far, Peter, you're a real fan. Leave us a comment, <laughs> correct us, tell us we're right or wrong. Or maybe Baker's listening, but maybe Baker will. Baker could be listening. Mm-hmm. Hello, Baker, if you are. Marriott's definitely switched off at this point. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Marriott and Jasper are definitely like, they've gone to sleep now. Yeah. Um, to move on to Alpine, then, we've still got yeah. quite a few to get through. Yeah, sorry, um, guys. We're trying to get through them as quick as possible. We just get, we're just, it's Formula 2. I get so distracted. Yeah. I just, it's so I want to talk, talk about, about it. Us, though, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, it um, is. Jack Doohan, obviously, son of Mick Doohan, yep. Superbikes champion. Mm-hmm. He's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah, um, I like Doohan. I think he's quite efficient. You can kind of, he'll deliver for you whatever you want, really. I feel like you can put him in a car and sort of, give him a target and he'll pretty much hit it yeah um i think he's quite reliable he's not really like a liability or anything no, like some drivers are he's been very consistent um just looking at his um championship this year he's fourth at the moment 138 points just seven points in front of victor martin's going into the finale um he's picked up two wins one in budapest one in spa so a couple of wins it's been a good season really hasn't it yeah I think so. I feel like, again, a driver I'm unsure of if he would make it into mm. Formula One, like possibly. But yeah. I think if um, Ocon or Gasly couldn't race, he could come in and do a solid job. He'd, oh, yeah. Top 15, he'd finish. I don't think he'd finish any lower than 15th unless, obviously, it's Formula One. We can never predict what's going to happen. never know. Um, but I think he would be able to come in and do a solid job. Like, yeah. I think he'd be able to do a job like Lawson did. Yeah, I was gonna say he could definitely just come in and just sort of just do it like do an all right job enough for them to stay in the points or yeah, not he, lose a position in the championship. And maybe get himself considered for a seat because yeah, we've seen obviously Alpine they've they've got quite a good academy, but yeah, with only that one seat they've got no customer teams anymore that they can put no. a driver into. So. If you're an Alpine driver, the only seats you're getting are Alpine 
or Alpine in the endurance. Yeah, and you don't really the want only, Alpine in the endurance. No, they're <laughs> the only seats you're going to get. Yeah. So for me, if I'm Jack Doohan, at this point in time, you're not going to replace Gasly or Ocon. No, I think I think they're not. setting that team for a couple more years. Yeah. You've got to start looking outside, I think. I think after this season, I think he'll do one more next year because this is his second season in Formula 2 or first? Uh, it's definitely his second. Okay, cool. Well, my, Fact uh, check it. Peter. <laughs> um, it's, so I feel like he might do one more after this, but then I think after that he's going to have to look elsewhere because I just yeah. don't think there's going to be anything available. This is what I mean. All of these drivers that are racing, uh, um, who are doing practice, are worthy of being in Formula 1 in some respects. But just some of them I just feel like aren't going to get that chance. And you just, I feel like Dewan's just going to have to look elsewhere after next year if yeah. there's nothing available. The only place I could maybe see him getting a drive next year is either he does Formula 2 again mm-hmm. or he has to look at endurance. Yeah. But I think Alpine have already announced their team because Mick Schumacher's just joined we'll talk a bit more about that a little bit later on yeah for now we'll move on to a driver we were well I was bigging up massively <laughs> you picked him up and now I'm a big fan <laughs> yeah Zach O'Sullivan in the Williams at the moment just watching his lap now he's currently 14th in FP1 at the moment mm-hmm. um solid driver I he's very underappreciated. To yeah, be fair. he doesn't get enough talk time. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, he's not he's not talked about enough. I feel like he's quite talented. I'm and I'm kind of annoyed he didn't win the championship in Formula Three this year though, because I really yeah. wanted him to get it. I yeah, really I, wanted him I, to get I, it. I wanted him to win it. Um, I was just following him all season, and I thought he might have done it, and then Gabriel Bortoletto just yeah. I wasn't expecting that as no. well, to be fair. Um, but like in terms of Zach, I don't know. I feel like he, you know, he's a British driver in a British team. You know, obviously he's a Williams Academy driver. Yeah. He's been there for a year now. Yes. Yeah. Just moving, just about to move into his second year as a yeah. Williams back driver. So I, you know, kind of, I don't know, British fan, British driver, British team. There's nothing you can't love about yeah. him. I feel like his whole persona and demeanor of motorsport is exactly what I like <laughs> yeah and I think under the Williams leadership of like James Vowles now yeah he's got a really really good chance if he I can, think he could yeah he's moving into Formula 2 next year he's stepping up with ART oh yes I thought it was because I thought it had changed I thought it had changed yeah, so he was with Prima in Formula 3 and now he's moved to ART yep um good team yeah second in the championship um, in Formula 3 this year won the sprint in Melbourne and Barcelona two feature wins in Austria and Budapest <coughs> seven points ahead of Paul Arons who's currently uh, just stepping into Formula 2 now for the final round yeah Trident um, you know he's if he puts together a good campaign in Formula 2 this year yeah and it'll be a big ask for him can be up there and challenging top 5 he's got himself in contention for the Williams seat in 25 yeah and even if not, Defo a reserve driver. 100%. For, I don't think he's going to need to do more than two seasons in Formula 2 for him to be recognised no. as a talent. The fact that how quickly he's come through Formula 3, considering the fact, mm-hmm. if you think of Formula 3, you've got 30 cars on the grid. Yeah. To get recognised out of that, that's uh, that takes some doing, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he'll 
He'll be up there. And I think he's yeah. really good contention for a Formula 1 team in the next couple of years. I think so. But I'm going to keep bigging him up and I'm, I'm sorry, Zach. Big fan. But, big yeah. fan. Um, Zach, got... release some merch so yeah. that Ben can yeah, spoil it, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the thing is, is, I say this all the time, if I were a Formula 2 driver and they and all of the Formula 1 teams offered me to be part of their academy, I would 100% go for Williams because I know... I will get opportunities there. Like I yeah. feel like the opportunities they get are above none to some of these teams. Yeah. See, the only other one I think you'd consider is Ferrari. Yes. Because of the name ne- yeah. and the fact you then got a Ferrari seat you can look at. You've mm-hmm. got a Haas seat you can look at and maybe not an Alfa Romeo anymore, but you always had yeah. that Alfa Romeo seat you could look at. Yeah. So, you know, Those that's, two. that's kind of the academy you'd want to go to. You're not If you go to Red Bull... Oh, you're a lost cause if you've gone to Red Bull. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry to any Red Bull Junior drivers out there. Yeah. But it's it's kind of... There are just so many of you that it's almost like you're not really special. (laughs) Yeah, there there is just almost too many at times, isn't there? Yeah. Um, But yeah, so AlphaTauri haven't got anyone in. They've already filled all their seats with Nick DeVries and then they ran Hajar Mm -hmm. during Mexico. So Alfa Romeo running Porsche, he's done quite a few sessions now, hasn't he? Obviously, top at the moment in the F2 standings. Yep. Looks likely he's going to win it. Nothing more really to say about Porsche, is there? He's, no. Everyone kind of knows him Great now. Great driver. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Oli Behrman in the Haas again. Yeah, we've already spoken a little bit about yeah. him, but just a very, very talented driver. Yeah. Um. So the only other thing really to talk about for Abu Dhabi is have you seen their new podium? <gasps> they've changed the podium? Yeah, so you know the Monza style podium where it looks out over the track? Have they done that here? They've brought that into Abu Dhabi, which I, amazing. Like, I like and I dislike. Oh, okay. Cause it takes, I'm just straight in there like, amazing, yes. Yeah. It takes that away from Monza now. Yeah, that was quite special about Monza. Yeah, that's what made Monza iconic. And if you win at Monza, obviously you're in front of the Tifosi, but then yeah. you're out there above the track. On almost right above the fans. Yeah. There's nowhere else kind of like it. So I like what they're doing, but it almost takes that iconicness away from that Monza podium now, doesn't it? Actually, now that you've said that, I do agree. And I also feel like... I get that you want it to be special because it's the last race, but I feel like sometimes having it facing the grandstand and looking out is better than just having it over the track. Yeah. I think it will still be quite good, though, and it will... Um, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and get angry about a podium no, later. No, no, <laughs> We've got ne- other things. Ne- yeah. Should we move on to those other things then? Yes. Endurance. Do you watch much endurance? Uh, guys, not really, no. Okay, right. I want to, but this year was such a weird year for me because, because I went away for the summer. I just wasn't able to keep on top of literally mm. anything. So... I want to, and I feel like next year I want to kind of do everything, like endurance, Formula E, IndyCar, the whole lot. Yeah. But no, I'm, I haven't seen it this season and I'm not very familiar with it. Okay, so endurance is, um, they're obviously much different to Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost where if you're not going to make it into Formula One, and you can't get a drive over an Indy car. Yeah. It's kind of where you go. Where you go. It's yeah. Next um, step, though, yeah. Yeah. So you've got some iconic names that race in it. Kobayashi. Yeah. Everyone loves him. So I think we're talking about endurance, really, aren't we? Because Nick DeVries, after being dropped by AlphaTauri after 10 races, um, mm-hmm. has joined up with Toyota. Um, he had a, joined, a drive lined up with them 
for this season actually. Yeah. Um, before the AlphaTauri drive <coughs> came around, um, had apparently signed pretty much signed the contract, jumped in the Williams at Monza, and then that kind of ruined his plans to do endurance this year. Right. So he's joined uh, the number seven car. So we'll be racing with uh, Kobayashi and Mike Conway. Uh, the number seven's just finished second this season. Um, they've announced their calendar. They've got a new track this year in Ooh. the endurance. Okay. Um, Kota. They would. Um, I'm not nice. sure what it is yet, but they're doing a race around Kota now. Um, okay. That would be quite a good one, I think, for endurance. That would be good. Open it up to the American fans. That's yeah, kind of what always. you need. Yeah. Always so, good. Yeah. Endurance is one of those ones where they kind of just go to all the iconic tracks, don't they? Well, that's just perfect. Yeah. You've got Le Mans. They do Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're doing Cota as well. It's it's a good calendar that they've got, actually. Yeah. Um, And then the other kind of Formula One endurance crossover is... Uh, Mick Schumacher's joined Alpine. Oh, yeah, the... you said. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do we think about that then? Is that a good move for him? I think it's the only move for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think there was anything else he could have done or where, like, anywhere else he could have gone. He's not going to get a drive in Formula One again, I don't think. He's not going to mm. want to move over to IndyCar. Yeah, it's that kind time's of the... kind of passed for him now, isn't it? Yeah, there are other... I just... I've Because I like the Junior Series so much, and I know he is still young, I'm just all for like letting junior drivers have a go or like <clears throat> have a chance mm. <clears throat> um but yeah i don't think there's anywhere else he could have gone he's not going to want to go to america um he's not going to want to go to japan and do super formula either is he? no like, i think he's like going to stay like close with formula one like i still think he wants to be a part of it all. yeah so he's still going to be mercedes reserve next year exactly so um I just, I just, I think it's the best option for him. It's the only thing he could have really done. Yeah, it's kind of the only thing left for him, isn't it? Yeah. It's, in the nicest way, actually. in the nicest way possible. Obviously, he's got the name to be in Formula One, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's never really going to materialise now for him, is it? No, I could, I could see him doing. Um, Something a bit like Ralph Aaron does. You know how he was like a racing driver and now he just sort of helps out with like engineering and stuff. Yeah. Like, I can see him doing that. Like I can see him doing endurance and then kind of kind helping. Of, kind, kind of staying of with Mercedes. Yeah. And I, I, he'll still be reserved for them and stuff, obviously, and we'll still... He'll probably still test for them. Yeah. But other than that, he's going to have no real role because you can see Vesti or Paul Aaron, if Paul Aaron stays with the Mercedes team. I hope he does. Um... You can just see, especially Vesti, just taking over that role as reserve and development driver and stuff. Yeah. And will then start doing all the tests and stuff for them. So you just can't really see him going anywhere, which is a bit of a shame because mm-hmm. I thought when he came into Formula One with Haas, I thought he could do something. It's just not worked out for him, has it? No. And it's a shame. I feel sad for him. Mm. But I just think he'll be better off, like, get him to do endurance next year but I can see him having just a behind the scenes role in Mercedes for his future career like yeah. I think the racing will pass because I think for him Formula 1 was the goal and he's not quite reached that and he'll do something else for a little bit but I feel like he'll then want to go back into Formula 1 maybe not race and just kind of work yeah. um, behind the scenes a little bit more maybe as like a driver coach or something yeah. like that should we finish up this episode then? Yeah. And then we're going to break this up into two episodes because there's been that much news to talk about in Formula 2. So we've much got to a, talk about. We've got a look at the finale. Yep. 
drivers coming in for next year. We've had a couple of drivers just drop out for this last race, and then we've got the Macau Grand Prix to talk about, mm-hmm. and we'll probably talk a bit, little bit about F1 Academy. Yeah. Should we wrap up this episode by we've got 20 minutes left of FP1 as we're watching it. Yeah. As we stand at the moment, 20 minutes to go. Frederick Vesti is <gasps> top of the pile. Well of done. The rookies. Um, P3 at the moment. Pato Award P7. Drogovic 10th. Behrman mm-hmm. 14th, O'Sullivan 15th. So that's a good showing by him. <gasps> oh, he's, he's just, just gone moved, up. <laughs> just moved up to P12. Come on, Zach. Go on, O'Sullivan. Um, who else have we got? Schwartzman 16th. Yeah. Dennis hasn't won the soft tyres yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Pulcher on the hard, P18. Whoa. So beaten a Red Bull and an Alpine. Yeah. That's not bad. And then Doohan and Hadjar are just bringing up the bottom of the pile, probably as you'd expect. But Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? Vestie's at the moment is seven tenths off George. Well done, Vestie. Sorry. Perhaps. We were like, oh, he's probably not going to like do very well in FP. He's got other things to think about. And here yeah, he is, no. P3. Fair enough. That's, I can understand Paul Chair being that far back. And Oh. <laughs> sorry, Stroll's just like nearly binned it in the final corner. That um, one's close. Yeah, you can understand Paul Chair being there. At least he's getting to run this time, unlike in um, yeah. Mexico. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's... That pretty much wraps up this episode, doesn't yeah. it? And then we will see you guys in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds when we finish yeah. this recording, start a new one yep. and chat about everything else. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Thank, thank you for listening, everyone. Now skip on to the next episode. Yes. Guys, before we finish this recording, <laughs> we're coming back on because Sergeant's just gone for a double purple sector. And P4. Okay, that wasn't really that good. P4. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was in P5. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, Next guys. Episode. We got really, really excited for nothing. <laughs> Next episode. Go. <laughs>